Come on. We are live. We are live. Come on. Let's see jazz hands, guys. There we go. Come on, Trey. Keep doing it. Trey's doing the jazz hands. There you go. Mike is doing the jazz hands. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 250. 250 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Can you believe that? 250. We're the like big one, the big two, yeah. 250. Yeah, we're a quarter of a way to a thousand. We only have like 750. Or you know it. <laughs> Left to do. So welcome to you guys. We've got Trey from Aries Firearms Training. There he goes. Trey's here. Uh, DJ's in the background, probably protesting, having to go to sleep or something like he's that. He's five now. Oh, he's five? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They, was, this, was it his birthday recently? Or Monday. Something? Oh, Monday. Oh, I forgot to say happy birthday to him. That's all right. He'll so, come back. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Mike from ATI Outdoors. Mike, what's up? What's up, Peg? Chilling, chilling. Everyone's jealous of your gun rack in the background. Yeah, that was a pretty sexy gun yeah. rack. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, I haven't gotten my act together and actually <laughs> thrown up uh, racks and things like that around here. So, Is that the yeah. Scorpion 2 with a blue grip on it? Let's see. Oh, yeah, that oh, Shadow yeah. 2, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. sexy, man. Those things are uh, the shadow two or whatever. Yeah, shadow the shadow two. two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that thing is nice. The blue, the blue handle. It looks good up on the wall. Too bad I don't have time to shoot it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes. You gotta, you gotta remedy that, man. You gotta remedy that. Don't you have a range in your backyard? Yes, I can shoot in my backyard, and I don't seem to find. I, I, I bet it's been over a month since I've shot in the backyard. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, ATI, ATI keeps me busy. Yeah, just go out there and pop a few squirrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to get into it here. Um, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a slow news day. There's a bunch of news and things like that going on out there. Um, we could talk about it if you guys want to. I think we should leave it up to the audience and let you guys decide if there's things out there you really want to talk about. Lots of things going on around the country. Lots of things in the news. Um, I think at some point it kind of gets uh, gets old. Monotonous. Yeah, it gets old. So whatever you all want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, if you've got questions for Mike from ATI Outdoors, I'm sure you all remember the last time he was here. Uh, and like last time, I can't see the comments. So if anyone uh, asks anything, Hank, you'll just have to let me know. Okay. Yes, I will let you know. I will let you know. Um, I, I'm sure there's a bunch of people cause you gave away like 10 of these. Yeah. So there's people waiting for these, the 50 cal to come out next week. I'm excited. It's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. I need oh, to that do things pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're awesome. It is. It is. People want me to open this one, Mike. I don't really want to. Don't. Yeah. But you know, people want me to like assemble, assemble one. I do need to do a video assembling it. So was that like a shameless plug for me to send you more of them? Was that the? Was uh, that yeah, <laughs> I think so. Of course. <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> nod, nod. <laughs> but uh, bring it out uh, this I'll, Saturday, Hank. We'll do a video of it. Yeah, we'll see if we could. Uh, you got one of these, right, Trey? I wish. I'm not big time. Oh, I thought you had a fifty. I got the real fifty. I don't have that one. Oh, you don't have this one. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have like a real fifty, and then we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, I do have the real fifty, but yeah. that one's pretty sweet. I like that setup. It's awesome. Yeah, we can see if we can do some trick photography with the two. 
you know, like, yeah, like one, one closer and one further away. So they almost look like they're equal. That'd be yeah, cool. some forced perspective. Yeah, do it. Yes, I think we can do that. We can definitely do that over the weekend. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring one of these up there. Um, yeah. So I'm sure everyone out there remembers remembers that particular situation. Uh, Lola wanted me to remind you guys, if you are one of those people, you have to like email through um, through HankStrange.tv. You got to email us so that we can figure out like, you know, where you are, where to send it to you. Otherwise, I'll just keep them. <laughs> I'll just have Mike send them to me and I'll just keep it, you know, and I'll just say, yeah, yeah sure, Mike. I, I gave them to people. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If anyone ever comes up to you and asks you what happened to their thing, I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> what thing? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Let's see. Let's see. If there's any questions out there, let me know. Psycho 316 says Sandra Bullock is a classic beauty. What the hell? Okay. Psycho 316 is off his meds. It's not wrong. Yeah, he's off the chain. He's already burning it up. You think Sandra Bullock is a classic beauty? Yeah, he's not wrong. Wow. Well, Jesse James did. Um, Jesse James, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> uh, I can tell you right now, Sandra Bullock looks like um, she looks like Michael Jackson, like white Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> I, I'm with I'm with Psycho. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I'm with Psycho. Yeah. Okay, I don't see. I don't see. I wish I could get like a Sandra Bullock, uh, Michael Jackson picture like next to each other because the two of them. I think Michael Jackson became Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like what pre-thriller or like post-thriller look there you go i just found this on my phone look at that can't tell <laughs> which one which one is which one he didn't die he's alive <laughs> <laughs> so no i'm gonna have to yeah I'm hey gonna, thumbs up those thumbs up thumbs up. huh thumbs up so, everybody give us some thumbs up yeah what was that mike yeah, those 50 kale samples ain't coming for you no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Psycho316 says, uh, you can't be off your meds if you were never on them <laughs> in the first place. He's not wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Zingers, zingers coming right back at me. All right, let me shout out everyone in the chat real quick. Um, by the way, as you guys can see right here, look, this episode was brought to you by ATL. Did you notice that, Mike? I did notice that. You did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. In between, you know, drinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should find out what exactly are in those drinks. Uh, it's tea. It's just tea. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so let's see. In the chat, we've got Special K, E-Rock, The Archangel, Christopher Williams, STL Storm Spotter. Uh, let's see. Lewis, 1911, Flopping Garbage, Ridge Runner. Uh, Richard Hughes, all you guys out there, smash the thumbs ups like Trey said. Okay, we need the thumbs up, share the video, all that kind of stuff. Let's get the audience going. Also, come up with some good questions. We will take any questions tonight, any questions that you ask us. I will answer, Mike will answer, Trey will answer, ask us anything. See, and I, and I mean it, like anything. Whatever you want to know, ask us. Uh, as soon as I go through the shout outs, we'll take. You guys are okay with that, right? You're willing to answer any questions? Yes. Yes. Okay, there you go. All right. So Ridge Runner, uh, Flopping Garbage, Richard Hughes, DCG44s, uh, Matt Morse, 
let's see who else we've got in here. Um, Bruce Ludeman as well. Let's see. I think I said the Archangel, Jay Brennan, um, Armament and Axis. Yeah. Imposter, Greg 98K. Let's see. Rabbit 0317. And uh, Simpson Road Larry, Psycho 316, of course, in here. Uh, Jade Grew. James Lawson, Watchdog, Rob Avis, I Shoot My AK Naked is in here as well. Peter Machuko, CB, uh, let's see, Chris Osborne, Brian Quick, uh, Jason Shear. What do we think about Diamondback Firearms? Tango Hunter, uh, Diamondback Firearms. Oh, Oh, well, I guess... There you go. What do you think? <laughs> you take that one. <laughs> I love Diamondback Firearms. I I know the owner of the company. There's CFO. Um, I own a two Diamondback AR pistols, nine millimeter handgun. I have their AR-10 behind me. Okay. Yeah, I like is, them. Is that the Diamondback that's here in Florida? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. They also make airboats too. Yeah, yes. I'll stay out of this one. You guys can answer this one. Yeah, no, they have a, the airboat company and then the gun company. Um, but yeah, they make uh, great ARs and uh, they also have their uh, their handguns. They have uh, 380s, 9 millimeters. Um, shot many of their firearms. Uh, I don't know. They've been going okay. to their facility for years. Okay, cool. What do you think about them, Trey? I carried their uh, DB9 for a very long time. I really liked it. And it's a little snappy, but it's light. It's supposed yeah. to be light. I the, shot their the, AR-15s. They shoot really well. The only thing I haven't shot was they have a, a striker fire full-size pistol. I have not shot that before, but it feels good in the hand. I, I don't have a problem with Diamondback. I like Diamondback. Okay. Yeah. I don't farms, know. Yeah. Somehow I feel like I should just stay out of this one. <laughs> no, don't I have, do it. I've had, don't. I've, huh? <laughs> I've no. had some, I've had some uh, I've had some not good experiences with. Uh, well, good. Put him in there. This is an open mic. Honest with the pistol specifically, it was really, really, really terrible. And uh, I actually had a really tough time trying to get um, to get it fixed. And still, I, I actually went there and gave it to them. And uh, still, it, it came back to me. Still didn't run properly. Hmm. So. You know, uh, the did ARs, the, the ARs, I think, right off the bat. Did you, like, right yeah, when right they started in, coming out? Yeah, in the Your beginning. first, like, I think their first year run, they, I had a problem with my pistol. Uh, mm. The trigger disconnect broke. I sent it back to them. They sent me, like, a whole other new pistol, and I had no problems with it ever since. Okay. So I think it was, like, that first year they had the issues with that uh, carry pistol. Yeah, I think that happens. Listen, these are mechanical things, so I think that happens with everything. You know, or with the, you know, even companies that have a good reputation, some things will go wrong out there. Um, you know, from my point of view, I could just talk about what happened with us. And actually, it's in videos and things like that, because I remember we put out a video and then we did a follow up. I think the ARs, I mean, if you can mess if you mess up making an AR, I don't know what to say about you. So <laughs> yeah, the ARs or something. Yeah, the ARs, I haven't had uh, any problem with the ones that I've shot. And I think I've done at least uh, at least one or a couple of videos on the AR. So no and issue then, there. 
Archangel, discuss the best options of AR-15 versus AR-10 for a first-time build. Your thoughts would be helpful. There's an okay. interesting question. Yeah. Okay, let me just quickly go down here and just finish shouting out everyone. Kenny Van Cleve. Um, let's see who else we got in here that I miss. Rafael Morales. Um, I don't want to miss anyone. Uh, Mika is here as well. Let's see who else we got in here. Tread, uh, Treadhead44. Um, I think that's it. Jim Way Jam as well. Michael Pro. Um, shout out to everyone in chat. If I miss someone, let me know and I'll shout you out again. Uh, the arms man, Sean Norgriff is here as well. So shout out to all those people. Okay. So what were we talking about? The AR 15, AR 10 build? Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. It was, uh, Archangel discuss the best option of AR 15 versus AR 10 for a first time build. Your thoughts would be helpful. Um, I mean, I, I'm a 308 guy. <laughs> Nothing hits, hits like a 308. Um, but I mean, they're pretty, both of them are pretty easy to build. Really, a lot of the receivers come down to personal preference if you want to lower or something like that. Um, I, I like ballistic advantage for my barrels. I, I do think they make really excellent barrels. Mm -hmm. um, not sure where he wants me to go with this one, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, we're, we're, we're kind of, I know that they're that they obviously have similarities, but it's kind of a, they're in two completely different worlds to me, in my mind. I don't know what you guys think. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, I think two different worlds. I mean, AR-15, you have a lot more companies that, um, that play in that area, have parts available. Um, it, you know, ATI, we have a lot of uh, AR-15 parts. We're just starting to get the AR-10 parts. Uh, you're gonna see more going into next year. Uh, but there's there's enough differences that there's different parts for AR-10s and uh, but mm -hmm. again selection wise to me building an AR-15 for first build makes sense. Um, you can start knowing the companies you like and what you don't like, and then you can apply that for your AR-10 with uh, again a little bit less options. I mean I got the AR-10 behind me, love the gun. Um, I agree with uh, you know <laughs> that uh, having the punch in that 308 is awesome. But oh yeah. But first time build, I mean, I'd be, I'd be AR-15. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go on, Mike. I'd go to AR-15. I'm a, I like the 308, though. I've always been a big 308 guy. Nothing says, uh, I'm going to put you down like a 308. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of the 308 myself. I think it's pretty awesome. I just think that, you know, it really depends what you want to do with that thing. And if you're going for your first build, all if it's, if it's like the first build period, you probably want to do an AR-15. You know, if you've been if you built a couple of AR-15s and you, and you want to get deeper into it, you might want to do the 308 thing. But I think they're kind of different beasts. And it also depends. What are you going to do with it? Speaking of Diamondback. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So you're 308. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I, yeah. I like the I like oh, the grip on there. there and the little shameless ATI uh, grip and stock plug right here. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys have a different stock for the 308 or is it the same? Same, same stock one? because you're, you know, mil, mil spec is mil spec as far as the two. Um, mm -hmm. So it's same stock, same grip. Um, we're uh, coming out with the new tube package that'll include the, the spring, the buffer, and uh, everything you need that way. So um, spring is a little different from the AR-15 and AR-10. Some guys say you can use the same one. I disagree. Uh, mm -hmm. There's just a little bit of a difference with them. So working on coming out with that. 
Okay. Very cool. Um, how would you, and I don't know what the Archangel <laughs> particularly wants to know when it comes to, um, if, I don't know if he's, if he's planning on doing this, I would ask the person that's getting into that exactly what do they want to do with it? You know, if you're going to build a 308, it's going to, it could, it's, well, obviously it's going to be heavier depending on yeah. how expensive you go with the parts and all that. I don't think you can. Mine's not too that. bad. I mean, it's heavier, but it's uh, eight yeah. and a half pounds. Yeah. It's a piston gun also. They're, they're heavier. Yeah. But then they have a, they have a complete different purpose. Like Trey is saying, if you want to like send something big down, you know, down range, you want something that's going to hit harder, you're shooting further, all that kind of stuff. You know, um, you're thinking about different things. So do you want to go training with it? Not training, um, are you, you know, are you using it for hunting, <laughs> all those kinds of things I think come into play. How much money you want to spend? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. How much money you want? Yeah. that's where he starts jacking up the price yeah so a lot of things like that i think come into play with um with when you with, with when you're doing a build so let's see uh what what other do we have any uh, other questions marianne ginger or or mrs how marianne ginger or mrs how <laughs> hmm. marianne uh, you, you're gonna say marianne uh i'm probably more of like a ginger guy I'm uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're too young to know. Damn, how old are you? Don't are you even like pretend. He's, he's, <laughs> he's Gilligan's lying. Island, man. Gilligan's Island, classic. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you never heard of the Gilligan Islands? No, I know. I know what you're talking about now. I just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. a little. I was a little bit um. Little and that was a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Someone sent me a picture of their AR-10 build. There you go. There you go. Very cool. Here, let me go grab mine. I got mine in my gear bag right on the table. Yeah. So is that the only AR-10 that you have back there, Mike? Yeah, I've got uh, AR-15s. I've got one, mm -hmm. two, three, four, five <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh so what do you use your ar what do you use the 308 for uh destroying paper oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it yeah no i i don't hunt i don't have time for hunting i tried i got a buddy of mine that hunts a lot i've, I've went with him before he's got land to hunt on and uh it's sitting still and being quiet um it doesn't work for me um mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do it, but, uh, yeah, no, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that a lot, there's lots of people out there that have a 308 and that's their battle rifle for the, you know, SHTF, you know, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I, I like the 308. I've shot it a few times now. Um, you know, it's, it's a good gun. It's got a good punch. Um, but obviously having way more air 15s, I, I like that way. Maybe it's the ammo. It's cheaper. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If something came up and you had to grab one of those, which one are you grabbing? If you had to leave, you're not coming back and you had to take just one of them. Which one are you going to take? Oh, what did I miss? Am I still picking between air 15 and air 10? Yeah. So I, yeah, we were just having AR a question. 10. Okay. I go, I'm going to go off the air 15, my air pistol. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. It's lighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to probably think about what's going to be lighter and I'm going to be able to carry more ammo with me. Yeah. I, I'm with lighter mobility uh, going that way. 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would like to be able to throw all my guns <laughs> into the truck. <laughs> well, because if, if you come off the AR-15, AR-10, I'm grabbing a shotgun. Okay. True. Just, true. Just saying. Yeah. So let's see what other uh, Steve Zumwalt is in here. Shout out to him. That name sounds familiar. Isn't that the guy? Isn't Steve uh, Zumwalt uh, from uh, the what are those movies again? The uh, uh, isn't that Chevy Chase's character? Which one? Who? Steve Zumwalt. No, maybe not. Maybe it just sounds maybe like not. that. Yeah, that the character that Chevy Chase okay. plays um, in the National Lampoon movies. I could be wrong. I, I don't remember. Okay. Um, Tango I Hunter watched that movie like a month ago. Yeah. So Tango Hunter is asking a real tough question. This is specifically for me, but you guys can answer um, from your regards. Apparently, it's a ship. Uh, yeah, it's Clark Griswold. Clark Griswold. That's right. Clark. So who's Steve Zumwalt? I don't know why that. That's a character somewhere. Okay. So Tango Hunter wants to know what's the craziest place. That me and Lola did the hanky panky. Yeah, Lola is not into crazy places. I just I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> so there's no crazy. I can't think of any. I can't think of any crazy places. It's all traditional places. That's what, all like, I could say. Well, maybe like a trip on a hotel or something. No, that's not crazy. It is for you if you always do it at home. No, I mean. No, I mean, that's still, I'm assuming when people say crazy, like in an elevator on an airplane. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah you know? that's a little crazy. Yeah, you know, um, in the back of a tank or something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any crazy things like that, so. And definitely, definitely not with Lola, so there you go. There you go, that's, that's the answer to that. That's my honest one, you know. Lola's not that crazy. So let's see what else we got. Um, uh, um, so it's tradition. Uh, okay, so Tango Hunter is laughing at me since I said all the traditional places. <laughs> okay, let me see. I'm trying to look through these questions here and see what else. What other questions? Um, uh, Michael Pro says ATI. Hey, Mike, that's a sick 308. Let me put it up against my uh, WWAR10. What's WW stand for? I, I don't know. Someone let us know. What's the WW? Uh, what company is that? It's not coming to me right now. And Brian Quick says he would like a 338 Lapua Magnum AR. That takes 25 round mags with free ammo for life. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. And unicorn ride on. Yeah. Okay, Richard oh, Hughes Wyndham is asking. Wyndham yeah. Weaponry. Oh, Wyndham Weaponry. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't that come to my brain? Yeah. Mine either. Active Maryland active shooter today. I don't have yeah. any details. I just know what happened. Yeah, I did hear about the the um, active shooter in Maryland. It was a woman. Apparently, she, um, you know, she's killed multiple people and then killed herself. So um, I did hear about that. There's lots of things going on out there like that. I think that um, we all have to be prepared for these kind of moments for when they come to us. We should 
where, wherever we live, wherever we live in America, we should be allowed to defend ourselves, especially in the workplace. But people out there don't believe in that. And they think they could stop things from happening by making gun free zones and gun free states and, you know, making it illegal for people to um, carry concealed in their workplace and all that kind of stuff. So we're just going to keep going through this and people are just going to keep um, coming up with crazy solutions. We had, that that work. we had that conversation yesterday in a meeting I was in. Mm-hmm. You know, how would you deal with it? I was like, I'll just shoot them. And everybody, like three or four guys said it too. We're all carrying, mm-hmm. you know, so I never don't carry. If I can't carry somewhere besides like the courthouse, of course, I just won't go there. I yeah. can go somewhere else. Yeah, I think people think that's probably bravado. But if you don't get shot, someone that, you know, someone doesn't shoot you the first time around and take you out, even if they do shoot you, you might be able to uh, return fire and all that. If if that doesn't happen and you're armed, you're able to do something about it versus waiting for the cops. I think when you look at the end of this story, you'll figure out that um, when the because I know I was reading through it. The um, some articles out there by the time the SWAT and all those people showed up too late, they couldn't really do anything. So she already shot herself. I think they took her to the hospital. She died. You know, um, I think you would have some people that would be alive today or be, you know, have a fighting chance at recovering if there were at least one person there that was able to uh, defend everyone. But a lot of this stuff, we're going to find out what happened tomorrow, next week, maybe never. You know, the one thing that we know that, you know, these kinds of things are going to continue and we should all come to the realization that you cannot stop people that want to, that are broken and want to hurt, damage or kill other people. So be nice to people. They won't try to come back and kill you. <laughs> uh, do you think that do you think that's gonna stop i mean i understand what you're saying i think we should all be nice and polite to each other right well yeah i mean yeah. if you're coming back to kill a bunch of people they probably because they're pissed off at them i mean not that i'm advocating going to shoot somebody because you're ticked off at them but i don't see her just rolling in there because she uh, didn't get her coffee yesterday blowing a bunch of people away um uh, yeah there's no way to know what's going on here we're seeing a lot of like in this case uh women that's starting to become more and more of a thing i'm not saying that women haven't done things before haven't um killed people but obviously they have you know but we're we're starting to see things like this happen more and more i think with women with younger people and all those kinds of things. So there's there's just different pressures, I think, in society today and people are getting broken. And ultimately, when, when they come to a point where their life is so miserable, they're not just destructive to themselves. They take that out on other people. Well, and I saw a thing, and I don't know how true this is because I didn't do any research to follow it up. A lot of these guys, a lot of these people are on psychotropic medication. Now, I don't know how true that is, but I did see a thing that was connecting the dots between a lot of the active shooters and they were taking Zoloft and Xanax and all these different medications. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if any of that was true because I didn't follow up on the uh, research on it, but it was a in- very interesting concept of like, well, a prime example of that one was the Aurora shooter. That dude was high off his mind. And then late about, you know, a couple months later, you see him in court and he's, he looks normal because he's not on medication anymore because he's locked up. So kind of mm-hmm. curious to see, where they tie in the medication with these people having issues with mental issues. Right. Um, I think there, there's probably some kind of connection there. 
You know, there's probably some kind of connection where I think there's a lot of medicine and people maybe don't realize it, but a lot of medicine is just experimenting with you. You know, so and a a lot of our problems are solved today by take this pill. Yeah, I worked at a pharmacy and I we had people that were addicted to computer screens full of medication, computer, whole computer screen. And I was all addicted to it. They didn't even need it. Yeah. It is kind of interesting because I was reading the whole thing about it. It was kind of interesting. But again, I didn't do the follow-up research, so I don't know if the information was actually true. But almost all of them guys, all of them were on some kind of medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, someone sent me – Someone probably this came through yesterday. Someone sent me a picture of a shirt that they bought. Wait, wait. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I think that was yesterday. Here's a picture of his AR-10. There you go. Lots of AR-10 pictures nice. coming through. I don't know if you guys could see that there. My so, AR-10. I yeah. got one too. Yeah. Oh, everyone's going to throw up their AR-10s. Let's see. <laughs> there you go. There's Mike's. What's that scope on there, Trey? It is a PFI scope. Uh, it's an automatic ranging scope. Okay. You Very zero cool. the rifle for the whatever grains they are and... You hold over with the target and you just move it until the brackets match and that's the distance and you take the shot. Okay, cool. And what um what's the gun? That's a P3 Adams Arms 308 AR10. Okay, cool. Check it out. Since everyone's got to show off their AR10, I don't want to be left out. I'm going to put my <laughs> on this bag right here. Let's There's, see it. Let's see it. Really oh. a, it's not Ooh. really an AR10, but it's a It's a bullpup though. Yeah. There you go. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it takes the AR-10 magazines, <laughs> but that's my that's my uh, beast right there. That, so this is from K- this is from K and M Arms, by the way. The M17S in 308. So that's pretty and, sweet. Uh, this is a primary arms 308 scope on there. I think this is the platinum one. The platinum 308 scope on that one. So yeah. All right, let's see what else. Uh, Richard Hughes has a ridiculous question. He says, Hank, is it true Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor try to hold you down at a party? No. <laughs> no, the answer to that, Richard, is no. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that accusation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would really like, a, okay, I think I read that one. I think I read that one. I really like a 338. Okay, let's see. Mubut says he's stuck in Detroit. Someone help. Okay. Um, yeah. Can't help you there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, call Eminem. He might be in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> he's safely, safely stashed away somewhere in Hollywood right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> so let's see. Um, Let's see what we got. Um, we Run Guns is in the chat. Shout out to him. Nice. He says he came in to uh, do the thumbs up. We Run Guns was on the show. Really cool guy. If he was here right now, he'd be showing off some badass guns to us. So what's up, Lola? Oh, someone has a question. Okay, here's a question for you guys. Leather versus Kydex holsters. Uh, let's let Mike take this one. Where do you start? Uh, well, I don't have any leather holsters. Okay, is that your? We know, we know where you stand on that one. <laughs> yeah, it gives you an idea, and I don't know, Alien Gear. Sorry, that's your that's your favorite uh, holster maker, Alien Gear. Yeah, hands down. No okay, question. 
Cool. All right. Yeah. Can't knock you for that one. So have you ever had leather holsters at all? Uh, I have one that was given to me mm-hmm. and it's in my uh, ammo closet. Mm-hmm. It's still in the bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I like leather holsters. I have kayaks too, of course. I really like leather holsters. Yeah. So what? So where do you come down on that, uh, Trey? As you're, far as what? You're which both? one to use? Yeah. I mean, I use leather holsters all the time for hunting, doing all sorts of stuff. Do I have a kydex? Of course I have a kydex holster. The heck doesn't have a kydex holster. But mm-hmm. I tell you, those leather holsters are tough. Tough. You'd almost have to – you'd have to hammer it off my belt. It's on there. Whereas a kydex, you can break them. I mean, you slam into something pretty good, you'll crush that kydex holster. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a tough call because, you know, the kydex has its advantages and so does the leather. So yeah, I, I, I do like – I am looking at the alligator holster from Andrew Leather, so I'm probably going to get one of those soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's the same – I think it's the same or similar question to like AR-15 or 308, you know? Yes. It really depends what you want out of it. I know that um, – Recently, we did. I think we did a Q&A with Sam from Andrew's Custom Leather, and there's some things that he thinks that you're better off getting it in Kydex. So when you have people that are looking for uh, holsters for different knives or, you know, flashlights and things like that, then Kydex is probably going to serve you better. I think in some cases, leather can be tougher, more comfortable, you know. Um, there's, if it, depending on the, uh, the skins and stuff like that, that you're getting with leather, you can, you can get more beautiful and, uh, definitely I like shoulder rigs and all that kind of stuff. I kind of do both of them depending on what the situation is. So, you know, that would be my answer to that. It really depends on what it is you want to use it for and, uh, and, and how much money you have to spend and, and what you want it to do. So. Let's see what else we got. Um, okay, Treadhead said that was his AR-10 I just showed. Okay. Um, let's see what we got. Um, uh, Flopping gar- Garbage is asking questions about AR-15. Versus, what's the difference between AR-15 and AR-10? Obviously, the AR-15 shoots the 5.56 round, of course, 300 blackout, 22, all those different things. AR-10 has a bigger magwell to take the 308. Uh, P mags or mags in general and shoots a 308 caliber. Um, that's the difference he's asking me. I was trying to tap tight back to him. Yeah, it's going to be bigger, heavier, louder. <laughs> Got more reach though. Yeah, it's going to have it's going to have further reach depending on how you have it set up and all and that. Nobody kind of says stuff, so. I was wounded by a 308. <laughs> well, and then one of the things is, you know, you might be willing to um, do some like do a mag dump more easily with an AR-15. <laughs> I don't do too many 308 mag dumps. I can tell you that. Right. So you're not just going to be out there throwing that ammo downrange like it's, uh, you know, like it's going out of style. So I think that's one of those things to think about. Probably with a 308, you're going to be taking your time shooting slower. You know, and with an AR-15, you probably be double or triple tapping. Yeah, you don't need to yeah. double tap with a 308. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm not, you know. I'm a three. I'm a 308 guy myself, but I like all guns. Yeah, I like all guns. I, I agree yeah. with Hank on that. I like yeah. many different ones. I play with all of them, different configurations, different setups. I am more fond of the 308 because I'm a long distance guy. 
But uh, even when I'm doing close-in stuff, I still like the 300 blackout or the 308. You know, like I said, it punches through everything. It just does so much damage. It's a devastating round. But it very easily overpenetrate in close proximity too. So you have to be very careful of that. Yeah, and there's so many there's so many um, different like options and all that kind of stuff when you're doing these things. You can get even deeper now. You can go into direct impingement. <laughs> yeah, piston driven. This <laughs> is a piston gun. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, so do you have anything else to add to this, Mike? No, uh, the AR-15, AR-10, I don't know. You know, distance guys versus, like, me, who doesn't get to shoot very often. So when I do, I just like the spray. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I like AR-15. I mean, rounds sitting in my house, I've got thousands of 5.56 five, and 2.23 and 308. I probably have 100. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I really think it comes down to who you are, what kind of stuff you like, what you yeah. think you're going to be, you know, what you want to do with it and Absolutely. all of that. So. Absolutely. I, I, and I have plenty of AR 15s and rounds and all that other stuff. I am starting to gravitate more to the 300 blackout though. What do you think, Mike? You kind of moving that way too, or are you still stuck on five, five, six, five, five, six. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll ever get off five, five, six, but I do like 300 blackout actually. Yeah, I do too. I've been using it more for close end shooting, anything from about 200 in, but I've reached out about 500 with a 220. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really starting to like it, but, uh, I think, uh, 300 blackout is great if you're doing something suppressed. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see more people making integrally suppressed 300 black um barrels and things like that so you know it's a nice if you have a if you have a suppressor or you've got an integrally suppressed barrel nice for in the house and all that stuff short distances so very quiet when suppressed when suppressed so um let's see what else we got going on in here okay i shoot my ak naked says my high point is going to wars is my go-to war sidearm <laughs> yeah well okay okay nothing wrong with that <laughs> um, you got two of them with leather yeah. holsters right so someone wants to know our opinion on 458 socom who's got an opinion on that uh trey you have an opinion on the the 458 <laughs> uh yeah it's a yeah i mean I've only I've only messed around with it about a handful of times, so it's expensive. I promise you that you will pay for it and shoot it. I'm, I've yet to see it very cheap. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd rather just shoot the three hundred blackout to be honest with you. But it, it you get hit with a four fifty eight SOCOM, you're down. I can tell you that's a very powerful <laughs> round. Yeah, I don't think you'll know. You'll just yeah, wait. you won't yeah. know anything. What do you think, Mike? I mean, you wake, you wake up in hell or heaven. Yeah, Mike, what do you think about this? I haven't messed with one to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, for the most part, I, as far as firearms I deal with are ones that ATI make accessories for because my day to day is anything ATI. Yeah. Uh, just be, you know, perfectly honest. I, I, I don't get outside of mm -hmm. <laughs> too much. No, and there's, do. yeah, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think my experience with the 458 has been, uh, very thin as well. Usually, uh, I think I've shot it a couple of times, but I don't own one. I've never built one. 
Um, and a lot of times I, when I see them, they're people who are just having those like mine is bigger than yours type of uh, doing those kind of builds, which is nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't think wrong with that. No, no. I think that that sometimes like when you when you've been um, building guns and collecting guns and doing all this kind of stuff for a certain period of time outside of someone using that specifically for hunting or whatever it is they're doing. I think it just becomes one of those things like, you know, more power. Sure. So, yeah, well, and, you know, and people overpower. I mean, you can reach out with a uh, five, five, six. You can go 600 easily. I mean, but mm-hmm. the 308, yeah, I can. I've pulled 1600 yard shots. I just saw a guy make a 1750 with a 308. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you got less power, but you're still reaching out there. You're still doing a damage. But everybody's different. Now, you know, I can't accept, I can't emphasize that enough. What I what I shoot does not necessarily meet what Mike shoots or what Hank shoots. Yeah, everybody's different. Everybody knows how they shoot and their profile and stuff like that. So yeah, and different distances. So I'm assuming Trey shoots long distance a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then Mike, I'm going to assume you don't really do like. Do you? How often do you go past 100 yards? Uh, absolutely never. Okay. Uh, yeah, and- I stay around the thousand yard range. Okay. See, I mean, I, I work out of my house, you know, display behind me. It's my office. Um, you know, so when I'm building new guns and new, you know, testing out new parts and things like that, I mean, I go in my backyard. I usually shoot anywhere from 30 to 50 yards away from my target testing mm-hmm. product. But usually I'm just dumping, either I'm dumping my eggs or, I'm, you know, I'm torture testing a shotgun, making sure our products, uh, you know, yeah, you want, you want to see where things might break, where people might yeah. have issues or people are coming to you with problems. You want to figure out like how to deal with that. And I think at the same time, you know, that, like everyone has in their mind, like Trey was saying, what are you going to use this for? So if you're hunting, um, you're probably practicing more long distance, right? Yeah. If, if, you're, if your plan is to defend yourself at home or whatever, you're probably doing shorter distances. You know, it just really depends on what you think is going to be coming at you if you ever need to defend yourself. Yeah. You know, and then so so and then for like myself, I shoot a lot of different things just because of what I do making these videos. Um, you know, we're testing things or I go places and people want me to shoot this thing or that thing or, you know, so for me, it's like a, a huge, a wide range. I know at home, my range, um, my range, I think it's like a little bit over a hundred yards. So, but I feel really comfortable shooting anywhere up to like three, 400 yards. And I've shot all the way out to a thousand before that just takes a lot more time. You know, you got to settle yourself, calm down. That's a lot slower shooting. I like to shoot close in and faster. Yes. You know, so that's usually how I think, how my brain thinks about things. So what do you think about that, Trey? Um, hold on one second. Sorry. Oh, I trained both, but like when I was dealing with some security work, all the guys are carrying AR 15s. One guy in my group, he goes, you're running AR 10, right? Yeah. He goes, all right, you got the gun that's going to reach out. It's going to give you the advantage over everybody because I can reach out way past that. Yeah. Somebody sitting here making a thousand yard shots. That's pretty sweet. Thousand yard shot with a five, five, six is pretty impressive. But again, though, everybody's different. Mike and re- I'm sure Mike can run out easily five, 600 yards of this five, five, six. I just prefer the 308. I know what it does. I know what the ballistics do. I know what I'm going to do with the rifle. 
where somebody else, they might, you know, oh, I'm not sure about it in the distance. I'm used to 5.56, five, though, and I'm very proficient with that. Mm-hmm. I shoot everything. I mean, I shoot the 50. I shoot all these different guns. I stay try to stay proficient with multiple guns. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. I also own a range. It's easy for me to shoot on a regular basis. Yeah, and I think like a lot of guys that I find that like the 308, myself included, like it because they think there's going to be situations where they're going up against uh, – body armor or people behind some kind of cover, you know? So sometimes it helps to be able to punch through things. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. the 308 definitely does, does a lot of damage, but am I not knocking the five, five, six? Heck no. no. I carry a five, five, six rifle in my bag with my 308. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just the versatility of the five, five, six or the, the oh. AR 15 in general is amazing. There he goes. Just, I mean, you can switch to three and a blackout 22 nine i mean you can do so much with a five with an ar-15 it's just unbelievable yeah so, dj yeah, what's up fan. dj hey. what's going on i heard it was your birthday He's, it, he was. it was your birthday how old are you i'm five you're five okay what is that, that is you got right there a rubber band machine gun oh rubber band machine gun very cool nice yeah so you're five how many more years before you move out Five. Five more. And that's five it. <laughs> thirty. That's what the switch is. Yeah, thirty. Range. I'll be building AR fifteens. Yeah. I have something else to show. Right, What's this? What's this? What is Everybody it? Everybody saying happy birthday. Say thank you. Thank you. Are right, you getting ready for bed? That's a training AR. My training okay. AR. Very cool. You guys say yeah. good night to Hank and Mike. Good night, Hank and Mike. Good night. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love you. That's so cute. Okay. Right. So, all right. Um, so someone's asking if 308 is a good home defense gun. You want to take that, Trey? You want to go first on that one? Uh, nah. I mean, here's the problem you start running into. You're going to punch clean through that cat. You're going to go right through him. If you're not using the right rounds, you might not even get any uh, uh, trauma to the target. I mean, honestly, I, if I clear a house, I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, I like the 300 blackout or the 12 gauge pump. <laughs> shotgun. Uh, yeah, there you go. Defense, I was going to say, I mean, Mike, that, is that your like uh, home defense thing, the shotgun? Absolutely. No oh, yeah. Nothing says I want you out of my house like a 12 gauge pump. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm kind of going to agree with both of you guys. I have a shotgun over my bed. But then again, I also have uh, some pistols next to my bed, and I also have a 300 blackout. <laughs> Not me. I got that. Uh, oh, I cannot believe I forgot the name of it. The, the short pump, the um, what's my the Mossberg one. Oh, okay. The Mossberg. Oh, you're talking about Shockwave? Yeah, the Shockwave. I got the Shockwave. And uh, I tell you what, it's scary looking. I wouldn't want to be on the business end of that thing pointing at me. And I'm probably going to get one of one of Walter's pump shotguns too because they're pretty sexy. Yeah, I don't want to be on the business end of a 22. <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, <laughs> that's definitely true too. But there's yeah. nothing like nine nine millimeter bullets coming at you at one shot. <laughs> yeah, I think. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Let's I would say it's sh- shotgun or uh, Glock. Glock, baby. Okay. That's that's gonna be my first uh, handgun I grab. Throw your Glocks in the air, right there. Hey, let me get my Glock. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just make sure you don't get caught in airports with these. 
because, you know, someone needs to make, uh, and this is probably will be like a, a funny video. Someone should do like instruction manual for rappers before they go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> rappers are always getting caught at the airports <laughs> with like some kind of Glock that they forgot about that they had in their bags. I think uh, I was reading that happened to, it. yeah, I think that was, I was reading Glocks. that happened to pliers or something like, okay, let's see. My Sig Glocks. Yeah. Yourself, you know, <laughs> you know what, Trey? Okay, you tricked me. <laughs> I got you. I was like, wait a second, these things don't look. They got yeah. hammers on them. Yeah, these are what Glocks look like, Trey. See that? Looks like that. No, no. Okay. Here, hold on. Hold on. There we go. Yeah. Did I say pliers? I plies, plies. The rapper <laughs> plies. The rapper plies just got busted going into, um, like, I think Atlanta the uh, airport in Atlanta. Yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, I think with a Glock 43 or something in his bag, you know. I don't if know. You, if, you've been, if you've been driving around Atlanta or Miami or in you LA. You in your pocket yeah, somewhere. Yeah, with, with guns the whole time, you know, doing the hip hop thing, <laughs> flossing, you know, profiling, all that kind of stuff. Um, make sure you double, triple check your bag before you go to the airport. <laughs> Oh man, my friend last when we fly, because I'm rubbing, checking my pockets, making sure I have a round in my pocket. Yeah. I'm always paranoid that I had thrown a dummy round in my pocket or something. I'm always checking my pants. I have a backpack just for flying that I will not take to the range at all because I'm afraid there'll be a 22 bullet in the bottom that I missed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You get, you get that too, right, Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, from October till April, I'm pretty much traveling three weeks a month. And, uh, yeah, I worry about that a lot. I mean, just even gun part samples and stuff I get from other either yep. suppliers or other companies or, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, even if it's not ATI stuff, if someone's got free samples, I mean, it's not yeah. worth it. Just throw it in your, I'm throw it in your check on. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah. pass up on gun parts, man. Which you, you know, yeah, yeah. No. Can't, you can't do that. That's sacrilege. But yeah, it is. It is. Scary. You know, what's funny to me, you guys, I don't know if you go through this when whenever we go to SHOT Show, coming back, leaving Las Vegas, the airport, they go. They just make an announcement. All you gun guys, you cannot take. Yeah, guns no gun parts. Gun part. Yeah, <laughs> they just I got keep stopped last, last year again. for bomb threat. Oh, you did? Yeah. You know, the big rubber blocks that you put your rifle on to shoot. Mm -hmm. I got one. So I put it in my solar powered backpack with my battery pack. Well, they couldn't x-ray through it apparently. So it looked like this big block. <laughs> and I had a battery in there for charging my phone and they go, um, uh, lever one bomb threat. And I'm like, oh shoot, oh shoot, somebody's in trouble. My bag comes up, I'm like, oh my God, not my bag. You gotta be kidding me. The arm goes over and my bag slides down. He goes, whose bag is this? I'm like, it's mine. Come over there, talk. The guy was a gun guy, he was cool. He wasn't rude or anything, but it was like, and all I want to do is get on my plane. You can keep it. He goes, no, no, it's good. And we know what it is. And he sent me on his way. But it was pretty funny. Yeah. You have to be really careful. They don't want um, even gun parts. Like a gun magazine. Uh, uh, no, no gun parts can go yeah, on. None. So, yeah. I, I spend a lot of time arguing with TSA. I, I, I'm asking for it. Someday I'm going to get it. <laughs> uh, what did it get you with? The two locks or the gun parts? Uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think what it was. I got they got me with the two locks. Said I have two locks on the uh, on my on my gun case. I'm like, all right. Well, the statute right here on your website says lock. So tell me where it says two locks, and I'll get a second lock. And they couldn't, and they dropped it. But yeah, 
they're a bunch of dingling. Oh, they were trying to tell you you have to have two locks. Yeah, and I and I said no, no, I don't. The statute says locked, and it's locked. And so uh, they, we we bantered back and forth. Finally, he goes, "That's fine. You can just go." I go, "I know it's fine. <laughs> I'm going." Oh, so, yeah, what they the need experience. to do is start putting on the rubber gloves like this and snap it. And I was I in the it. navy. That's the way I like it. That's how we roll. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> 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 Well, I, got, I always do two gun locks. I, I think that's more just because usually when I travel, I have a Pelican case. Usually has four or five uh, long guns in it. So, yeah. Oh, they tried. I, have they tried to say that it. your case is overloaded? You got too many guns you're traveling with? Uh, they've. I asked at one of the counters, like, how many guns are in there? I said, well, I got five. Well, I don't know if you can do that. I'm like, you can. <laughs> I said, I'll save us both times. Yeah, they- you can do five on United, so. Well, okay. They that's tried that point. with me. They said I had, I had three in a case, and they said I can only have two. And I go, all right. Well, what statute is that, so I can see what it is and I can research it. And they couldn't produce any statute, so I said, so there is no law that says that. You're just making that up. And he goes, well, I'll just let you through. I'm like, yeah, you're not just letting me through. That's what the law states. There is no law that says I have to. I have a two only. So I was curious how you were, if they had stopped you on that, Mike. Yeah, no, uh, United's policy, because that's normally what I fly, is uh, it's five per case. You can have 10 cases with you. You got to pay the baggage fee for all that, but you can have five per case. Yeah, I think you need to go according to what airline, right? Yeah. And do not piss off the airline guys. They will deny you to fly. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. And um, even though you might be tempted to be like Mike or Trey, it's probably better to be nicer. Yes. In the- yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't talk smack. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> because <laughs> honestly, off a plane and go, but Trey said it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, because yeah, if I see one of these guys getting in trouble, I'm be like, you know, that guy over there, he likes uh, cavity searches. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with sandpaper <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> nothing like sure. i'm a two-finger kind of guy myself <laughs> <laughs> okay he, was, he wasn't he was in the navy resist. he was in the oh. navy what could i say yeah that's how you know he was in the navy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah it's true and i think you yes. you know listen always check all that stuff check with the airline check the policies and all that before you go but I think like these guys are saying, you will find that not everyone knows what the policies are. So, yeah, and Archangel has a good point. I usually try to fly private because I, I fly our plane. But like flying out to Vegas, the commercial flights are cheaper. It costs me way more than it would to fly on a regular flight or private when it were a commercial. But uh, usually if I'm in the southeast United States, I try to fly my plane because I don't have to deal with any of that crap. Commuter airports do not have any TSA regulations as far as my guns in and out of there. So, oh, OK. Yeah, he's he's absolutely right. That's the best way to go. How much baggage can go on your plane and how many people? Because um, I'm going to I'm I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to hitchhike know, with you. Hank, you and me are pretty big guys. It might be <laughs> yeah. me you and like a 22 or something. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Mike? Uh, that's small of a plane. I'm not interested. I mean, <laughs> I thought my I thought my guy here had like a G5 or something. I'll roll. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not yeah. Mike person. was like, wait that's a second. Week. That's next week. Yeah. When you get that G5, <laughs> let us all know because I got a little bow wow the living daylights out of that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even need to go anywhere, Trey. I'm just gonna go up there and take pictures. Do it. Let's go. I don't care. Then yeah. we'll, you can skydive out the door if you want. 
Uh, no. No, no, I stay in the plane. Yeah, exactly. Why? I'm not skydiving out of anything. Why? That's the fun part. No, I don't think so. No. No. I'm not that kind of guy. Not that kind of guy. You just One heard day. about when someone asked a question about me and Lola. I don't do I don't do crazy. I didn't say have sex in a plane. I said skydive out of the plane. Yeah. Um <laughs> I would rather I would rather have the sex than jump. I'd rather, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you can I guarantee you that right there. I know you've done it a whole bunch of times. I get it. You know, I am it's not relaxing. Trying, I'm not into those kinds of kinds very of relaxed for me. Oh yeah? No, I, okay. I believe you. Let's see. I will stay. I will stay there as long as you're. As long as I'm not the only one left in the plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm only jumping out if I'm the only one left in there. I'll set the autopilot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see what 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 we have here. Um, Archangel says he'll jump with you, Hank. Mm, no. 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 I'm not jumping with anyone. See, Lola is into that kind of stuff. She would go skydiving or whatever. Me, I would just go check my life insurance policy on her. Yeah. Yes. And make make sure it's all paid up. Yes. You know what I mean? So I am not into jumping out of planes or doing any. I'm not I'm not a huge uh thrill seeker, believe it or not. not. I know people I, probably it's think. not thrill seeker for me. I actually just enjoy it. It's very relaxing. Okay. No. That's uh, a cocktail's relaxing. That sounds <laughs> no blowjobs relaxing. Yeah. This is how you know. <laughs> this, this is easier to get. Yeah, this is how you know how. I don't know. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> when, when the when when gravity is hurling you to the earth at how fast do you go when you jump out of a plane? Twenty five. Yeah. When that's happening, yeah. Trey is relaxed. That should tell you something. No. Uh, I did one. There was a tropical storm coming up the coast, and I jumped out. It was pretty cool. We could, you know, we could see it. It's still just a big bank of clouds, but I thought it was pretty cool. It's very mm. relaxing. It is cool. It is cool when I look at it in the movies. Yeah, you have a uh, different idea. Of, I'm going to get you uh, up cool. one day, Hank. I'm going to get you up one day. If I had to, if I had to bribe you with a flamethrower of 50 or something. Um. Yeah. It's not, not going to be enough. Maybe <laughs> maybe an Aventador, something like that. You know, I mean, it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be. I'll stop the engine on the plane and be like, all right, it's time to jump. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I will just take out my phone and uh, look up for a YouTube video on how to start the plane up again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really want to jump out of planes. Thank you very much. I have shot out of a helicopter. It's really not that big of a deal, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping out of the plane. I don't really want to do. No. So there you go. You're outvoted on that one, Trey. So, I tried. Yeah. Let's okay, see. Sailing behind the boat. How does that sound? Um, no. Yeah, that's know. pretty bad. Now you're like a hundred feet, and you just go in the water. That's not too bad. Yeah, I think I did parasailing before. I think. Yeah, I that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, Archangel well, says he'll jump for a flamethrower. Can I say something? <laughs> I don't like roller coasters. <laughs> I don't like roller coasters. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like roller coasters either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't control that. We're just flying around. It's all jarring you around. Yeah, you can control falling and hoping that parachute works. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you and you pack I your fly own parachute. The parachute. Right? I don't fly that roller coaster just flinging you around. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. Just not planning on doing it. 
you know, only in a cartoon. If we can get the cartoon Hank Strange to, we can get him to do anything. <laughs> cartoon Hank Strange. Get a cartoon me pushing you out, and you're yes. you're resisting. <laughs> yes, in <laughs> cartoons, in animation, in, in whatever, <laughs> anything's possible. But in real life, not really, not really. So, um, let's see what was going on here. Someone wanted to know what uh, barrel for the six uh, five Creedmoor would you recommend? So they want to know that tray. I think it's Simpson Road Larry. What um, what BA barrel in the six five? Talking about so, length or I don't know. Or what's he? Uh, maybe maybe it's length on the six five. I don't know. Um, let's see what else we've got. Um, I've been playing around. I think I'm playing around with a twenty four inch. That six point five Creedmoor is a pretty sick round, man. Is it? It's an interesting round. Um, the cool thing about it is you can swap out your barrel or your upper and shoot it out of an AR-10. Mm -hmm. um, that 6.5 has got some interesting ballistics. We'll put it that way. Yeah. It's very precise. Yeah. I've, I'm, I've, I'm, not, I'm not, not a fan of it. I do like the 308 because it's more common. But that's, I do shoot the 6.5. I do like it. Yeah. Everyone says it's flat. I think it is. I mean, I've always had success with a 6.5 Creedmoor, so. Can't knock it at all. I don't know, Mike, have you gotten to shoot any of those at shows or anything? No, no. Okay, cool. We got to we gotta get you on some long-distance stuff, man. Maybe next time you come out here, we'll go hang out with Trey. First week in December. Oh, okay. All right, cool. We'll do some stuff. Yeah, come out on there. out, Mike. Yeah, um, so here's a question for Mike. Uh, will ATI start making barrels since they are making muzzle brakes? You mm -hmm. guys? Not getting into the barrel business? Nope. Yeah. Uh, muzzle brakes and uh, really muzzle brakes about as close as we get to anything that actually makes a function of the gun besides like uh, buffers and buffer springs, things like that. Otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, uppers, lowers, barrels, um, trigger assemblies, um, ATI will most likely never get into it's just not an avenue we want to go into and we want we like to stick to uh i don't know making the gun sexy yeah and i think making barrels is a pretty expensive proposition right yeah and there's a lot of guys that do it um not that there isn't a lot of muzzle brakes and a lot of stocks things like that but um, there's a lot of guys that are doing it a lot of them make uh, great products um you know as many i recommend you know if I was to start a AR-15 build, first lower I'd buy be from Fostec. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. so there's there's guys in the industry that do the stuff already, and um, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's plenty I'd recommend that way, but not anything we're gonna get into. Yeah, right. Um, that's the whole thing. I think um, it's your. It's difficult to make everything. It is. So a lot of times it's good to just pick like where your specialty is. I think you guys are really good with rubber, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, we are. All, yeah. all jokes aside with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like the- Yeah, I think so. The, the rubber is like the TPs and things like that. Yeah. yeah show uh, us your stock and your grip again. Yeah, I mean, look, pretty sexy. I've got, I've yeah, got like one go. of the grips yeah. here. These they are, are really pretty sexy and they got a good feel to them too. Yeah. There goes this one right here. Um, I should put this on something. Swap it out. Put it on something. What, which what do you? Uh... SXP. Oh, okay. I've been playing with SXPs a lot lately. I did uh, four of them today. All right. 
drilled and tapped the top of the receiver to fit the new sights that all that's coming out. So nice. Okay, so is this some new stuff that's coming up or yeah, this is brand new. Um here's I got one uh try to get it up here, on let me see. Face. Let's see it. Get oh, that's pretty background. sweet. So yeah. this the uh, second generation side saddle and uh it's a direct fit to mossberg 500 and 590 and then if you uh drill and tap your top your receiver sxp and remington 870. Hmm. okay yeah so, that's pretty badass actually yeah integrated top rail okay and it's got four um four screws that are going in yeah four screws in the top so again it's um it's set up as far as the spacing for a 500 or 590, but uh, we do include uh, eight 30 second screws for doing, uh, you know, your own drill and tap job or take it to your local gunsmith. But, mm -hmm. um, but I did four receivers today. I mean, if you got a small drill press, you can do it pretty quick. Okay. Oh, that's nine shots. That side yep. saddle. Wow. Yep. That's pretty, that is awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's really nice. I mean, I have some of our original ones we did, but this one I, I really like, and our price point is is awesome on these. What's the price point on that? Well, when we first brought out side saddles, we were over $100. We got them down to $99. Oh, no, that's not bad. This new one. What happened? I'm at $69.99. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, start, wow. start over again. You froze up for a second. $69.99. Yeah. $69.99. Okay, very That's cool. That's awesome, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And uh, what's coming with that? Are you Do you have the drill for that, to drill and tap it, or is that something that people have to do? No. Get? We're, we're going to recommend if you don't have the uh, tapped holes and receiver, take it to your gunsmith. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it can be done yourself, especially like on an SXP. It's an aluminum receiver. It's really easy to drill through. Um, Somebody had a question for you, Mike. Does it work on a 520 and 12 gauge? The 20 gauge has got a narrower receiver. So in theory, it'll fit over it. But you're going to have gaps on each side of it. So might might have a little bit of room there where you might consider that a snag point, uh, but it'll fit over the top of it. Yeah. And RTS guy says, did I hear giveaways? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, I've been known to do that. Free yes. skydiving for Hank. <laughs> oh boy yeah um yeah maybe somewhere in here we'll do some giveaways we gotta let mike uh think about it think about what we want to do we can yeah. do something somewhere here in the show um and uh here's another question i'm not sure who this came from how does mike set up his home defense shotgun uh that's that, a good question you see that sxp i just held up <laughs> mm -hmm. that's that's actually one of my personal guns i got a few ati ones behind me um, but that SXP with the, um, here, did you have it? You had your stock on it too and your grip, right? Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, see that. Oh yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So that's our, uh, T3 system. Sling, mount, sling mounts on there. Quick D. Sling yeah. mounts. Nice. So, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So this is a, this is a personal gun. I do have a, a shorter barrel for it as well. Um, this was originally it was going to be a turkey gun for me, but haha, I don't go hunting. Uh, but no, this this is definitely my my setup. Very cool. And then what's the what's the shotgun that's all the way up top on your on that? Um, 
Oh, Benali M4. Oh, Benali okay, M4. right. Yeah, we were talking about that before. Very nice. That looks sexy. I like it. I think Babyface still wants to get that from me. Yeah, yeah. That's with the <laughs> aluminum stuff. I know. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um, why um, Kathleen Music Lover wants to know why you guys don't make 20 gauge items from Osberg. It um, that stock I just showed you fits on 20 gauge. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Um, you know, it's obviously a Winchester, but if it was a Mossberg where the mount meets the receiver, it's going to have a little bit of a step to it because the width of the receiver of the Mossberg 20 gauge is a little bit smaller than the 12 gauge. It still mounts up. It still has the same hardware, same uh, mounting uh, uh, adapter. Uh, it, it does mount up. So the Mossberg 20 gauge, we make, I think, four stocks that fit it. Uh, so if we have it labeled for a 500, it fits the 20 gauge. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And someone wants to know, uh, Simpson Road Larry wants to know what brand of shelving is behind Mike. Tactical walls, I'm assuming. Tactical walls. There yep, you go. Tactical walls. <laughs> I love tactical walls. Uh, you know, I met those guys at NRA show this last year. Um, mm -hmm. Reached out to them about uh, moving They're in. Great my guys. Home. Yeah. Moving in my home office. They actually, uh, they hooked me up with a, even a little bit of a discount. I told my name drop them now and then, which I have uh, more than once. We've mm -hmm. had them at two of our events at the range. They're super nice guys. Really yeah. nice mm -hmm. guys. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, but, cool. Uh, um, let's see. Looking through to see if we've got any more. Um, are there any more questions coming in? It's coming in pretty hot and heavy there for a second. All right. So, uh, Trey? Do you want to remind the folks of the event that's going on Saturday or for people who haven't heard about it? Yes, we, have an, going on. we have a toy event this Saturday for donations to uh, needy children. It's at my range in Leesburg. Uh, I think Richard said he was coming down. Um, you can call us at 352-321-8102. You can bring an unwrapped toy, brand new. Please do not bring like a dollar toy. We're here to help these kids out. So bring something nice. And, or you can bring money. If you bring money, we will donate the money to buying food for needy families. So either one's fine if you decide you want to do one or the other. That is this Saturday. Walter will be there with Safety Harbor shooting and doing different stuff. I will be there. We'll have different stuff. And uh, if you come and help some families out and uh, do good for our, our uh, do good for our society. So I hope to see you guys there this weekend, Saturday. Uh, the military vehicle guys will be there also. So if you don't want to shoot and you want to look at some cool military vehicles, those guys have got quite a selection. They're pretty sweet. So hope to see everybody there. Okay, cool. Um, do you have any events coming up, Mike? Um, next event that I'm going to is a rock veteran. Okay. Okay. So that's the first, uh, first week in October. Mm -hmm. Are you uh, going over to that Hank or not? Sure um, I pro probably not, not probably not this year. Um, I'd like to go, but I'm probably not gonna be able to go either. I am so swamped at the range. Um, yeah. He came down for one of our events, but he never came back. He seemed like a pretty nice guy. I didn't really get to meet him very much, so I don't know much about him. Yeah, it's cool. It's a great, it's a lot of fun to go there and all that kind of stuff. It's just, 
I know for me, I've done a bunch of traveling and then there's still some things that have to get done before we get hot and heavy in our, like our, the gun season hasn't even really opened up for all of us yet. October. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Yeah. You know, like for me, taking that road trip and being on the road for several weeks, I still have not caught up. That's normal. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, uh, you know, it's it's a fun time. I, this is going to be your first time going? Uh, it's my first time going to Iraq Veteran. ATI has been there for a few okay. years, have gone. Uh, my, yeah. But for me personally, first time. Okay, cool. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. And then uh, I think it's two weeks after that, I've got uh, NASGW in Pittsburgh. So I'll okay. be at that show. In Pittsburgh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll okay. try it. That sounds, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so let's see here. Um, there was some kind of question here. Oh, Richard Hughes wants to know, when did I get the Mohawk? Okay. Um, I think I, fir- I got the Mohawk... The first time I went to SHOT Show, so that's probably like five years ago or something like that. I've had it for a long time. But I got it when I was going to SHOT Show because I, I said, you know what? When I go, I I want uh, I don't want – Lola's really short. So, you know, I knew it was going to be a lot of crowds. So I needed to make something almost like a flag that she would notice me if we got separated <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> and so they're pretty much there you go. So, I just hear you call me really short. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us in trouble, Hank. Well, yeah. <laughs> so people wanted to know why the Mohawk. So there you go. Um, and also, you know, I, I always like I can't do much else with my hair, so I figured, you know what, I can get away with the Mohawk. I'll do it. Yeah, there you go. So let's see. I don't know if there's um, someone else asked me when did I get the Mohawk. Brian Quick wants to know: Does the Mohawk have a name? <laughs> yeah, it's called a it's called a Frohawk. <laughs> it's called the Frohawk, basically. So, um, and then Kiaski wants to know if I got a look at the firearm blog, Bullpup Scorpion. Yeah, we saw that. That's from um, that's coming out from what's the name of those guys? It's not. Um, I forgot it. I forgot what's the name of the company that put that out. Yeah, but I did see it. Basically, a kit. For the CZ Scorpion. So uh, let's see what else we got in here. Uh, okay, what else? Um, I'm trying to see what else is going on here. I remain in Axis says the Frohawk is called the Hank. Yeah. <laughs> the Hank. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, so uh, Clint Sanders wants to know what's the difference between the T3 and shot four stocks for the Maverick 88. Uh, the, the T3 is um, more of a premium shotgun stock. It's got the uh, rubber backstrap for your, for your grip, for your hand. And it's got a thicker uh, butt pad for against your shoulder for the uh, shock absorption of the, of the gun. And then it has a cheek rest riser as well. Whereas the shot force is more of a bare bones, a little bit less expensive, um, uh, for more of a price point buyer. It's got a hard plastic grip, a little bit thinner pad, and it doesn't have the cheek rest riser. So 
Uh, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for a quick gun to grab, home defense, shot force is fine. No issue. It's a great package. If you're going to shoot often, you're going to the range with it, um, you know, I'd go I'd go T3. Okay. Um, and let me see here. I'm going to pull up. We'll, we'll, I'll probably bounce back to some news here in a second. So I know you guys do handguards, right? So the handguards you do, are they just aluminum? Have you, have you yes. guys? Okay. Have you guys ever thought about getting into the polymer handguards? Yeah. Um, thought about it. Can you hold it up again, Mike? This is a uh, seven, seven inch. Yeah. yeah just nice. hold it a little closer if you can. Yeah. So you can see it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have a, a polymer that we do. It looks like an AR-15 one, but it's for a 10-22. I think, Hank, you might have one. Um, yes. Okay, wait. This one's polymer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> and and we, we actually, two NRA shows ago, uh -huh. put, we modified that one and put it on an AR-15. No okay. one noticed that it was polymer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize this was polymer. And uh, oh yeah, what? But we've wow, we've never sick. never officially brought one out for an AR-15, and, and that's tough too. Um, when we first uh, molded that, uh, yeah, this, the, is, this is tough. Oh, one of the owners has a a one ton uh, Ford F three fifty. He parked his front wheel up on top of it. it didn't crush oh. it. Hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, but we only have it for the 22. Uh, we have never come out with it for an AR, and I don't think we're going to. Uh, we, no. we, can't, we kind of felt it out and just don't know if the, the market's there enough for it. A couple other guys play in that market. Um, you know, there's people that do the polymer, people that do carbon fiber. and Yeah. It's, it's crowded. We do our couple handguards that we do out of aluminum, and I think that's all we're going to do. Okay. I know for certain situations, I would go into the polymer one versus an aluminum one. Sure. Me too. Yeah. For lightweight and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I didn't realize that I was messing around with it. I'm doing a 22. Uh, actually, I'm going to do a couple of 1022 builds, but that one's definitely going to be in a, uh, in a build coming up soon. So, uh, and Ruger, uh, firearms picked up from us directly those in black and FDE. So if you, uh, watch for uh some rugers coming out you're going to see that package in uh tan we don't actually sell that retail that's just direct to them uh, that's okay cool. and you have some kits that are on cz's as well right because i remember doing a cz video uh cz 512 the, the 22 long rifle cz 512 yeah okay i wish i wish i had one here um it's actually my favorite ati design is the cz 512 yeah 22 magnum yeah, I well, that's I, the that's the, that's the, you know that I like the twenty two Magnum. So, do the AK behind you? Is that one of your builds also, Mike? Yeah, I love that gun. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. I was eyeing it for a little bit. Okay, let me lock it on you for a sec. Go ahead. So it's a uh, ATI stock and mount. And our handguard. Nice. So it's got the pick rail on top and on the sides. Um, we also include um, blank inserts. So if you don't want the rails, you can have them flat. 
So it kind of gives you some options. But uh, no, it's a beautiful gun though, the nickel plated. Um, never shot until I did and then got yelled at. <laughs> Oops. It, it ran really good. Um, I don't know how old this gun is, but it's not a it's not a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so uh, so it, you, it ran great. So you shot that, you weren't supposed to shoot it, then then what? Yeah. I mean now you can shoot it all you want or <laughs> um I was ad, I was advised to uh not do that again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh actually how now clean it how the conversation went. If the nickel plating doesn't hold up and needs to be redone, I would have to uh, take care of that purchase oh, of getting it yeah. re-nickel plated. That's not easy either, by the way. So um, I said, yeah. uh, no, thank you. I'll go back to hanging on the wall and take the firing pin back out of it. Yeah. But it ran great. <laughs> I had no issues with it at the range. Uh, me and some buddies put, I thought we put a thousand rounds through it. Oh, well, that's good. It's been, it's been probably... Uh, it, ran, it ran great. Did it clean up well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, what it, counts right there. Was there some uh, flaking of the nickel plating inside of it? Yes. But on the outside of it, uh, you, you can't tell that I ran the gun. Yeah. I've seen... Um, there's some places that do shoot the plated ones. I know... Um, what is it? Battle? I think it's Battlefield Vegas. Like They've got the gold-plated one. So people can come up there and rent the gold-plated uh, full-auto AK and stuff like that. Yeah, I want yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. Straight it, gangster. It's, yeah, it's not easy to do, but people do shoot them. So I am one of those guys that like that. I like the nickel plating. I like the gold. I, yeah, I, I'm mm -hmm. that guy. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Um, you a question there, Hank. What was the question? Archangel. What does he say? Is polymer upper lowers durable for rapid fire drills? Um, I think it depends on which one you're getting. Uh, I've done rapid fire stuff with it. So, you know. Yeah, I've never had a problem with it. Yeah. I know there's people who don't like the polymer upper and lowers. Uh, typically, they're reinforced. Yeah. And, and there's different formulas out there as well. So, it really depends. Go, Mike, is that one, Mike? You got one? Hold on. Which one do you have, Mike? So, this is... Uh, yeah, the Omni, I got the exact same one. So yeah. it's ATI with uh -huh. ATI furniture. Yes, but two different ATIs. Two ATIs. <laughs> yes, American Tactical Imports yes. is what made the upper so, lower. American Tactical. Yeah. And then uh, our furniture on it, the handguard, the grip, the stock. Uh, but uh, yes, two very different companies. I had no problems with this gun. I've fired this many, many times. Um, American Tactical has a great AR. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people I bought a bunch because they were cheap for my training for uh, Brazilians. They shot the piss out of it, had zero problems with them. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, though, the ARs that are made now from for AT, for American Tactical, uh, mm -hmm. those are US ARs. They're imports of their handguns and their shotguns. Mm -hmm. And um, more recently, they have changed their name from American Tactical Imports to just American Tactical. Because mm -hmm. they're not just imports anymore, but that's just my my quick blurb on those guys. Um, we actually do business together. Um, they buy some of our stocks and our some of our grips for the uh, their imported shotguns. So that's kind of how I know a little bit about them. 
but they make a good product to make a good AR. Yeah. They've got, I like the, um, I like the, uh, 410. They have a 410. That's awesome. Yeah, they do. Um, it's AR format 410. Uh, I haven't gotten a, ch- I've shot it before, but I haven't really gotten a chance to uh, really test it and put it through the paces and all that. I probably, um, that's probably something I'll get around to at some point. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I have never shot it. Um, I just have people that barge into my booth all the time going, why don't you start shipping the 410? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> the day after never R- wrong ati yeah uh, <laughs> first um we were ati first so i like to point that out and then they're over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's see we got some different um we've got some different news that uh that uh, i'm getting here okay so someone was talking about Mike, michael moore planning to leave the country I did find this Vice article. Let me throw it up real quick Go. for you guys so we can, uh, so you guys can see it here in the chat if you want to read it. I don't think he's going anywhere. It says um, uh, his new documentary. He said that all the time. Yeah, he's got a documentary out, I guess, which I don't even care about talking about the name of it. Compares Donald Trump to Hitler, so planning a long trip might be a smart move. Okay. Do it. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. I'll miss you. Those guys are always promising to leave. They don't go anywhere. They never leave. No, no. You we know. can only be so fortunate. Yes. But uh, you want to leave America since in your mind, there's lots of better places around the world. Do it. I suggest, um, I don't know, Syria, maybe. Syria. Good place. They, they yeah. like to receive all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Syria. <laughs> Good one, Mike. Uh, Mike. Somebody's asking me a question for you. What? What? What is the rifle second from the end on his left? Uh oh. Second from the end on your left. Second from the end. On the left. On the left. Is it that one right there? The tan one? Is that what they're trying to? To my left is empty. The, okay. Spot. That yeah. One? What's that? Right there. Seven. Hold on. Let me read it again. Oh, okay. Na 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 na. He's doing the thing. Hold on. Um, and then something about dog the bounty hunter. I don't know. Um, I Second think from the end. So it's probably the one you got. One there with a can on it. This one? No, I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me see. For this second. From the front. Yeah, that's it. I think that's that one. Hold on. Let's see if he says yes. Is that it? I'm waiting for a response. Yeah, just yeah, grab yeah. it. It looks kind of cool anyways. I've actually been kind of eyeballing it the whole time also. Uh, I brought this one down by Hank last time I was down. Oh, yes. yeah. Remington 887. Is this the one that um, that Rashad popped his cherry on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny video if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, I love that video. Yeah. It was better yeah. live. Yeah, <laughs> he's hilarious. Like, yeah, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. First of all, he's real bony and his legs, I, I, it's almost like a cartoon. His yeah. legs would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like screaming every time. Screaming. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. He was clean. <laughs> yeah. But no, we have uh, got the shell holders on the side of uh, side of the stock here. Any of the T3s can get this uh, added on to it. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me lock it on you. Okay. Showing off a little uh, Angula firearm uh, ammo. Yeah, so you can get two in those, I see. Yeah, yeah. Two in each one. 
There you go. If you want to be fancy, <laughs> good, good dudes over there. So yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, so Remington 887. Okay. Very cool. So let's see. Okay. Someone, someone's mentioning news about dog, the bounty hunter. Well, I guess there's some guy who um, threatened the president dog, the bounty hunters going out there to find him. I think dogs just looking for publicity. Whatevs. Yes. Yeah. I don't really care too much about dog, the bounty hunter, to be honest with you. So, um, and then uh, Lola shared this one with me. So I will share this with you guys so you can read through it real quick. And then we could talk about it once. Uh, if you can see, can you see the chat, Mike? See our, our, Angel. Inter- our internal chat? Yeah. Yes. So take a look in that. And uh, let me see. I'm going to bounce through here and see what else. So the uh, So Cody Wilson is in the news. I guess he's on the run. You know. Apparently, I think I was talking about this a little bit yesterday that um, that he's in Taiwan or something like that. So, you know, but there's a warrant and all that kind of stuff issued for him, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I know that that news has legs and it's still moving for anyone who's interested in that. Um so here we go. So this article that I just put up there, and I think I did I put it in our chat so people can see it. Sure. Um, let me see. I'll put it in this chat. So, yeah. So here's the headline. I'll read it for you guys. Governor Inslee sinks to a new level of petty by refusing to sign certificates for marksmanship champs. Okay, so where is this guy from? Back in 1903, there was a group that started our nation called Civilian Marksmanship Program. They would get together and have shooting competitions. It was for a while under the auspices of the Department of Defense. Here in Washington, they have a couple of groups that go and compete in marksmanship. The Washington State Rifle and Pistol Association and the Washington State Police Pistol Association. These organizations... This organization always holds an annual banquet where the top shooters, both civilians and law enforcement officers, are given certificates signed by the governor. Most states do this every year. It's known as the Governor's 20. The Governor's 20 has been around for years. It's a competition, blah, blah, blah. This year, however, Governor Inslee's office sent this letter ahead of the banquet. The certificates that were signed last May will be the final certificates signed by the governor. Governor Inslee is no longer able to support any program affiliated with the National Rifle Association (laughs) due to the organization's obstructive efforts to undermine common sense gun safety measures. Oh, common sense. Yeah. So. Hmm. You know, I mean, these are just, you know, you got the folks in Washington state have to vote for that guy or not vote for him. Right. I mean, yeah. that's the way I don't know what you guys think about that whole thing. I think um, I think you just have some governors. Look, we've got that. We've got a governor like that here in Florida, to be honest with you. I think it's ridiculous. I think you should just sign them. It's a police officers and civilians that are uh, shooting. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have these people interacting, law enforcement, civilians interacting, uh, gun safety and marksmanship and stuff like that's practice. But it doesn't really mean anything to this particular guy, you know, 
he's just going to use every single thing. Uh, he might be planning on running for president or something like that one day. Who knows? Or some further office out there. Because that's usually what happens. That's what happened here in Florida. Gun sales will be good if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still don't want to see it, though. Yeah. We don't. I, we don't I see know. It. I just. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, let's see. So, okay. I think, um, I don't know if there's any other news that I see here. Yeah, there wasn't a lot out there. I was looking through so a yeah. lot of the news. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, there's things going on out there in the news, but, you know, the, the, uh, the debacle that is the Supreme Court situation is ongoing. I think at some point we have to move past. I think that the, that the woman doesn't really want to get up there and testify. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what what was it? Thirty years ago or forty years ago? He did close something? to forty. I think they back when they went to high school in the eighties. Oh, okay. So, you know, um, obviously, obviously, on Democrats' part, they want to slow down this guy getting on the Supreme Court or anyone that Trump nominates getting on the Supreme Court. Um, they could probably do that by a couple of days, maybe a week or so, but I don't really think that's going to happen. You know. Yeah, it's not going to happen. They can try to delay it all they want. It's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, come on. Sorry, it's been 30 years. If it was so traumatic of an event, don't you think she would uh, talk to the police back in the 80s? Yeah. Um, I think it's possible that something could have gone down that she did not. I don't know how far she's, you know, claiming this really went to. But, I, you know, I don't from what I read, she didn't say this went all the way. Right. But regardless of that, I think it's possible for that to happen where she doesn't really make a thing out of it. But this guy didn't just come to prominence. You know, he's been a federal judge for a while. He's been out there. He's been vetted many times over. So I think there's lots of opportunities to um, to go after him long before now. You know, Um, and I think that the way that it's moving so slowly and this is just my hunch indicates to me that there's really nothing there. So it really seems like they're just trying to use this as, um, as just a, other crap. Yeah. Just, no, just a reason, just an excuse to slow everything down and uh, try to deny the inevitable <laughs> that he's going to get on the Supreme court. So. Well, I mean, come on, yeah. it's been 30 years. Yeah. I'm sure we've all done stuff 30 years ago that we probably shouldn't have done. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. Do we know what are the requirements? Are we still the same kind of people? No. Yeah. I'm not sure. We would have to, I would have to look up what are the requirements for you to get on the Supreme court. I'm guessing you probably had to be a judge of some sort, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, That'd be a key indicator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was just, uh, go ahead, Mike. I don't know which dumb stuff I did uh, 30 years ago. Yeah. You don't recall. <laughs> I was alive. Yeah. Barely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Were you old enough to play with G.I. Joe's 30 years ago? No. Uh, pulled t- you pulled on the tablecloth. Remember that? Remember you had a tablecloth? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> do, you, do you walk at two years old? Yeah. <laughs> Richard Hughes says no judge requirement. I would have to look that up and see what the requirements are. But the reason why I'm asking about it is I say, you know what, just put someone even more, even more annoying to liberals out there. Just go, you don't want this guy? Okay. 
you know. I don't know. They're up in arms about him already. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I would just put someone even, you know, even even more hardcore, even more constitutional and all that kind of stuff up there. So, <laughs> and then see what, um, let's see, I'm trying to open up this. Uh, that didn't open. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to see if I can open up something that, uh, Okay, the court's highest justice is also not required to have any specific qualifications. In fact, the chief justice isn't even required to have served as an associate justice. That's interesting. Yeah. Once again, an individual is nominated by the president when the chief uh, justice's seat becomes vacant and the Senate must confirm the president's choice. Huh. Okay. I wonder... You guys don't even want to know what I'm thinking. I would just put someone really <laughs> that there's no way in hell they want that person up there and see. Hank okay. Strange for Supreme Court. Hank Strange. Yeah. I we were talking about this yesterday with Sam from uh, Fortune Freedom. I don't even like know. We should have we should have less laws in America. We should have some simple laws, and there should be no need for a Supreme Court for it because these are the laws, and that's how it is. We're not adding anything to it. You break these laws, we deal with you. Other than that, you go about your business, and everything's all good. So, but that's you know that's me. I'm probably a little bit. I'm probably radical. So uh, David Reed says, look up what the Supreme Court is supposed to do. And Brian Quick says, Judge Ito from the OJ trial. Mm. <laughs> no. They let everybody off. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, there we go. Um, all right. So. Public punishment would go a long way in this country. <laughs> um, you know what? Also, how about just bringing back, um, you know, pistols at dawn? Duels. I agree with that. No, I, I'm a more like a mace guy. Huh? Maces. Battle axes. Battle axes? Okay. You don't, like, or you don't like standing back to back Dueling. and then making, making the pace and then... Oh, you want yeah, to go man. swords? Yes, yeah, swords. Mm. Just give guys two swords and let them go at it. Yeah, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna use swords when I can shoot. <laughs> Whatever, well, yeah, that's the easy part. The swords are harder to use. I know exactly. <laughs> Short, little, little tiny swords like this long. You gotta get close. You have to get in close. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Hank, wouldn't it be cool though if you had a sword on you and someone tried mugging you, and you'd be like, "Not today, motherfucker." I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull out a sword, and then yeah. they pull out, and then they pull out an Uzi. <laughs> one man enter, or two man enter, one man leaves. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you don't that Mike. That's from Mad Max. Sorry, and hey, yeah. hey, hey I, I know what Mad Max is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Armament and Axis says, "Give me a katana if we go swords." Yes. Uh. No, unless they can come up with a fully automatic sword. Well, yeah. fully fully uh, semi-automatic. Yeah, fully semi-automatic for sure. No swords. Uh, no, I like I like the idea of guns. I like guns. I like if, guns. If, if, but, yeah, if but not black guns, powder pistols. 
Black powder pistols. One mm. shot. Got to make it count. Better be a good shot. Mm. Got to make it interesting. Mm. No. no. Or maybe like uh, roller or uh, demolition cars. Maybe tanks. Hey, I'll yeah, get in the tanks. Tank. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll get in a tank and go or attack, you know, attack chopper or something like that. Attack helicopter. Yeah. So let's see. Um, If dueling made a comeback, Watchdog says if dueling made a comeback, there would be a lot less offended people for sure. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, you're really, really offended. This really offends you. Okay. Let's go to the duel. Let's go to the dueling thing. You know, just duel it out, man. We'll see. Then we'll see. We'll separate the mice from the men with the duels. You know? Yeah. Okay. So let's see uh, what else we have going on here. So anyone could be on the Supreme Court, huh? Man, this is, I'm thinking. So did you want to talk about the uh, Turkey selects a new grenade launcher? Did you want to talk about that, Mike? No. Pull that up. Huh? <laughs> no? I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. You don't need a new grenade launcher? No, I don't. Yeah. Kind of there... looks like the, the other guy is kind of buttstock, too. So. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So, I'll give you a uh, hint. It looks like a boot. So, guess whose stock that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it seems like are there, are there still gun shows going on right now? I'm assuming there are gun shows going on right now somewhere in the world, right? Gun shows are always going on. Uh, you know, for me, my gun shows that I go to are pretty much October through April, but there's a lot of smaller ones that are going around, you know, locally in everyone's states. And okay. It's a good thing. Here, I'm going to throw up this. Um, so this article from, let me, let me put this in the firearm blog for anyone who wants to see it. This is a good article we could talk about. Let's talk about bullpups uh, for a second. Yeah, yeah, right, Mike. I'm, uh, all right. no. No, too late. You got to talk about bullpups. We got you. You're captive. Where did he go? <laughs> Don't even try to escape. So um, there's a breakdown here of the Manticore Arms. Uh, that's the name I was forgetting. The uh, bullpup kit, the Manticore Arms on the Firearm blog. And um, looks interesting. Looks interesting. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, isn't it? Yeah. So do you, you like bullpups, right, Trey? Yes. Yeah. So Probably not we, as much as you do. Yeah. So I think we should ask Mike, when is ATI Outdoors going to make a bullpup for crying out loud? Uh, Come on. Bullpup. Uh, 3,115. 3, <laughs> yeah. You guys, come on. You, I think, I think, have you got, have you ever done a bullpup? Has ATI ever done a bullpup? I don't think so. No? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, don't knock it. Don't knock it. It might be fun. You know? Yeah. No? You yeah. you just really hate bullpups that much, huh? No, I just don't like them as much as you. Yeah. Is there any bullpup you ever liked? Haven't met one yet. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Just tough, man. No bullpups, Mike? Oh, man. Why not? I'm curious. I just I never got into one, but I mean, 
my my uh my lifetime of guns has been only with uh ati to be really honest uh, i've had one firearm that i owned before work for ati i bought the ati for almost six years um and uh i had that the glock that i showed before is the only gun i had before um everything you see behind me so everything i know about guns is what uh you know ati makes and so that's kind of that's kind of my journey with firearms so far. I never had a problem with them, but I just, I just didn't grow up with them. My, my, uh, you know, a lot of my parent, my parents, family. You know, and you're in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, you were born in Wisconsin. Yes. Okay. Within the state. Yeah, where we have uh, almost no laws. It's great. I mean, when I'm out on my Harley, I open carry. I'm on my bike. I mean, there's no problems. I go by cops all the time. Wave at them. You know, there's no issues. Uh, oh, okay. You know, it, it's it's a great state that way. But you know, I, I did not grow up with firearms, um, and uh, so like I said, so that's kind of been my journey with guns. Is anything ATI makes accessories for? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might be the reason why that you know I haven't gotten into bullpups or some of the other guns that we've talked oh. about or uh, yeah. or rounds that we talked about earlier on the show. Yeah, we'll make you like bullpups. We'll make we'll get you into them. First week of December, I'm coming down, change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're you're louder with Crowder now. <laughs> we'll put a sign next to him, Trey. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't like bullpups. Change my mind. <laughs> change my mind. Yeah. Okay. I understand. No, I understand. We'll we'll get you shooting some bullpups. We'll see what you think about it. Um <laughs> CB says a bullpup musket. Um so let's see. Okay, and then you. So you're Harley. So you're you're a motorcycle guy, right? I have a I have a eighty one Suzuki that I've completely rebuilt. I have a ninety nine Harley Davidson Road King that's absolutely uh, mint condition, but 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 a riding bike. And then I'm building a ninety five Road King right now from the ground up. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you like those big cruiser bikes? Yeah, my my Suzuki though. I mean, that's kind of a it's cafe style racer. Uh, oh, it is. Fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got pictures of this thing? I like I cafe racing. I got a Suzuki Bandit. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I don't have pictures handy, but uh, yeah. Okay. I've uh, got some custom like uh, pinstriping done on it and stuff. It looks, it's, it's old school. It's pretty cool. How many CCs is it? That's 750. Okay. Nice. So, but uh, no, I, I like motorcycles. I don't get to tinker with them too much. Uh, wife and I do some poker runs throughout the summer, but. Obviously, our summer is only like three months long in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hank, I did want to see if uh, I got a an ATI Mini concept. Okay. That I want I want to throw up on the screen. If uh, I oh boy! It. Oh boy! Yeah, it's not so, one you know, Bone. So how are we gonna do it? Are you gonna screen share? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to show it uh, off of a phone onto the screen. Okay. All right, so if I can move it in close, move it in close, and block around oh, it. Sir? Oh, nice! Yeah, that's oh, good. That's pretty sweet. Is that cool? Yeah, kind of A one so, style. Yeah, yeah. So that's something like I'm working it. on right now. Okay. Is that a suppressor or like a flash hider? Like a suppressor. Hmm. Very cool. I like it. Who's yeah. got some Gorn? The people want to see Gorn. Let's bring out Gorn. Here's uh, mine. Here's my king of the bull pups right now. I'm still gonna grab this every time. The CZ is sexy. That that is a sexy. Yeah. I know just, you're pretty proud of that. 
I yeah, love this guy. Pretty sexy. Yeah. Let's hold it closer. There you go. I like the blue grips. Yeah. So, hey, do you okay. Know, do there. you know a story of me getting this gun? Um, I know when I saw you, you just got that gun, didn't you? Yeah, I was at a I was at a show. It was the last day of the show, so it was a little bit slower. And I went over to the CZ booth. No one from CZ was there, but they had some of the reps there. So, uh, you know, outside rep company. And I picked up this gun and I said, I love this gun. I want one. Mm-hmm. And they said, good luck getting one. Yeah, they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, you, you can't help me get one. He goes, no, no one can get one. So I called someone from CZU that I knew. And I said, do I got to talk to you or someone from Czech Republic? Because I've been there too. And they said, no, 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 I'll, I'll get you a guy for this. Three days later, I have one of my hands. <laughs> nice, nice. If they are, it is, it's not easy to come. come. Um, and then I think there's different handles. I'm not sure. Do you know what the handles uh, signify? Because I know there's an orange and there's different color handles. I think there's gray, blue. I don't most know if it of, has. There, most of them are still the, the nine millimeter ones. There's, I don't think there's a variation of what they are, uh, but they do have a few different colors. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, okay, so we got some questions about the concept. So, um, that's a 308 you have, isn't it, Hank? Yeah, this is a 308. Yeah, someone wants to know if this only comes in 5.56. It comes in 5.56, 308. Uh, Ken from KM is doing 300 black soon, blackouts coming soon. And then I think he might be going on to 6.5 Creed more. So, so, um, people want to ask about the, the uh, concept for the ATI Mini there that you were showing, um, yeah. what's going on with that exactly? Is that gonna be the color? Is it gonna be? Um, I'm still working on the color. It's too light. Um, so I'm kind of messing with that yet. Uh, I want it to be more of the FDE that ATI puts out. Uh, but I'm thinking it's gonna be a release somewhere around SHOT Show, so middle of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, as you saw, it, is going to be exactly the way it's going to be. Just uh, I'm working on the color a little bit. I wasn't happy of how light it was. Oh, okay. Okay. And then there's going to be one other one that uh, I know, uh, Hank, you're aware of which one that is. But oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that one I'm still kind of keeping under wraps. Okay. Yeah. Be, I was about to say. That'll also be a shot show release. Yeah. Okay. Someone's asking about the different hand, colored hand grips. I don't know what's up with the hand grips on the CZs. I think there is a reason. Yeah, I, I'm not sure either. I just saw the, the I saw the blue one at a show and absolutely fell in love with it. Didn't shoot it. Didn't dry fire it. Didn't anything. I picked it up and I said, I want one. Mm-hmm. I bought. It was complete impulse buy. I love the gun. Right. So have you you've shot it? Obviously. Yes. Yeah. So how was it? How was it? It, it even makes me a good shooter. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Hank, that gun is unbelievable. That gun is just a phenomenal gun. I'd love to get one. I'm, I'm pretty jealous, Mike, because they're pretty sweet. We had a guy come to the range of one, and I shot it, and I, I fell in love, and I can't even find one at all. <laughs> yeah, I got it right after Iwa. Um, I went to the Iwa show. I had a meeting with CZ Czech Republic because um, we do some business with them, and then. Um, I think it actually beat me home because I made some stops and uh, I went to, after Iwa, I went to England and I went to uh, Poland and I went to Norway. Um, so when I got home, I was sitting at a gun range by me. But uh, when I took it to, when I picked it up from the gun range, the owner of the range is like, can I see that? Can I handle it? I can't get one. 
mm-hmm. how, how did you get one? Could you, couldn't you have gotten me one too? And, yeah. <laughs> I like the blue grip, man. That thing is sweet. Again, for me, it was an impulse buy. I know the guys at CZ USA. I know the guys at CZ Czech Republic. And, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I've been to both locations. And, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a beautiful gun. It's absolutely my yeah. favorite handgun. We were talking about going next year. I was going to go to the CZ factory next year with my friend. He's an ammo manufacturer. So sweet. Do you have a good time? You enjoy it? Uh, Czech or, or U.S.? Uh, Czech. Czech. Um, yeah. 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 So, Let me add, if, if, if you like uh, meat, potatoes, bread, and beer, uh, you'll like the Czech Republic in general. Uh, but uh, going to their facility is great. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. I'm yeah. excited. He was so, telling me for like a thousand bucks, I could fly like fly in a MiG 29. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, someone wants to know if we're talking about the CZ Shadow 2. Yes. Or, yeah. Yes. Um, it's the C. Wait, this is the CZ Shadow 2, but there's something else with it, isn't there? That makes it that specific. Like, I know the, the grips and stuff like that is specific. I don't. To it. Yeah, I don't know much about those grips. Do, I, do they have meanings, or are they just cool blue grips? I don't know. I, I think there is. I think there is some yeah, different maybe I'm calibers or something like know. that. Yeah, I, I just thought it was cool. That's all I know. No, it is pretty sweet. I'm can. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, when you find that out, let us know. Yes, we'll, we'll uh, definitely. Um, we'll we'll definitely share that with the folks here because i know i've seen like orange gray yep the blue yeah they got a black um, purple blue and silver but i'm not sure if they i'm not sure if they really mean anything besides they're just on the gun i think it's just on the gun because i know the original shadow there was orange there was black i think there was a green Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not even sure what the change was from Shadow to Shadow 2. Again, for me it was just an impulse buy. I don't I don't do anything for their handguns, anything like that. So I'm not sure. Yeah, you're not a competitive shooter or anything like that. Uh in no way am I a competitive shooter. Right. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing anything that says any different. Okay. That doesn't mean it's not out there. I'm just not finding it. I think the difference but the blue might be looks the, really cool on it. I mean, I, I like the blue. I think it stands out. It really looks sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if the difference was calibers, but I think they make the Shadow Two in a twenty-two, and they make it nine millimeter. I think that's it. Yeah. So then, did you guys just real quick here before we wrap this up? Did you did you all see the picture of Putin out there? Shooting the new Kalishnikov here. Oh, yeah. Throw it up if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I saw it. If you haven't seen it. Looks it looks kind of sweet, actually. So this is like a sniper. This is a sniper. Let's see. Uh, so in this article, I don't know if, if the folks in the chat have seen it, so I'll throw it up here real quick. Um, all right, so... Truth About Guns wants people to caption it, so I don't know what caption you would put on there. Um, says uh, the elections. Yeah. Taking sight on America's. What caliber is it? Is it in the 5.4? I'm looking down here. 4R? I'm curious. 
trying to see. I don't see that in this particular article. I don't see what they're saying. There's video. Green there's video. Twenty five hundred yards. It's got to be something. Wow, that is un. Wow. You know, there was someone down at the end of the range with a big mallet hitting this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job, Putin. <laughs> or somebody sitting next to him in another room shooting. Yeah. I don't know. I heard. Uh, I, it says he Putin like, shot five times and hit the target more than half the time. Wasn't he ex so. uh, KGB or something? Um, he's, he's ex a lot of things, but you know, I saw him shooting and even, I saw him like putting his hand under the magazine to hold it up and doing some things that made me think, you know, he, he's, he's got some kind of skills. I didn't see, you know, I don't know. I didn't hear anything ringing. I think he's a pretty yeah. badass. but he's always putting out these videos. You know, he's always riding bare chested on a yeah, horse. Yeah, on a horse. Yeah. I'm putting, oh, like yeah. He's always doing something pretty wild out there. Yeah, um, that's all well and good. I think you know all the badassery or whatever. Yeah, the badasses. A lot of t- I've seen the badasses go out first, though. So, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so, okay, some people having like little infights here <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, Putin always does this kind of stuff. He's always rest, wrestling a tiger or doing something crazy like that. So. <laughs> but you know, if 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 the boss is coming to the range, I'm sure that those special ops guys zeroed that thing. Oh, you know? of course. Yeah, I'm sure they sent someone down there. Like, whatever you do, make it look good. You know, so. Um. Yeah. With laser beams on sharks' heads and everything else. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, Adam Smith 86 says, yeah, bare chested on the horse. Alex Jones copied the bare chest (laughs) (laughs) on horse picture. (laughs) Alex Jones, you know what? That's probably, I, I, I would probably enjoy that picture of Alex Jones way more, you know. I think I would. <laughs> Alex Jones cracks me up, man. Oh yeah, yeah. he's still banned, isn't he? Oh yeah, Alex Jones is deplatformed, man. He's never whatever he's lost. I don't think he's ever getting back. So wow, um, there's people that are getting in trouble for just linking to Alex Jones stuff. So we were talking about that last uh, last week. There was a guy um, doing a protest. He, he used to be a Democrat, and he's uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like hashtag. Uh, walking away or something like that. Yeah. So this guy was a, was a Democrat and now he's uh, becoming a conservative and he did something and linked to Alex Jones and Facebook kicked him off. Wow. So you, you, can, you apparently can't even link to Alex Jones. So. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. And Psycho 316 says, Hank enjoys seeing shirtless Alec Jones. Does Lola know about that? I'm just saying I would, it's, it's better. It's funnier to me. It gives me, you know, makes me laugh. You know, I don't really need to see Putin doing much of anything. So, you know. Uh, Drinking some vodka. Yeah, exactly. All right. Good idea. So, yeah. Did he get strike for saying bump fire? Bump stock? 
Um, it's happened. It happened to us. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So y'all are so, still fighting that, aren't so you? Th- yeah. So thanks a lot. Well, we got the we got the video back and we got the strike removed, but uh, you know, well, that's good. yeah, with YouTube, it's always one thing or another, man. It's just totally annoying. You know, um, you start your own platform, Hank. Uh, yeah, that I uh, that I definitely don't have the money for. <laughs> That's an expensive proposition. So I'll leave that up to the real ballers, the real ballers. OK, so you know what? We're at the nine o'clock hour. Let's wrap it up here. You know, let's wrap it up. Uh, Trey, what do you guys have going on? You want to remind the folks out there about the event this weekend? We have a toy event. We're donating toys and money to needy families this Saturday. Uh, you can call 352-321-8102. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. So you know, if you need the information, you're more than welcome to uh, message us there. Um, bring an unwrapped toy. Please bring something of value. We want to help our these children out. They need help. Uh, it could even go to North Carolina because obviously they're, they're in dire straits up there. Uh, if you don't want to bring a toy, you can bring money and we'll take your money and we'll buy uh, needy people, family, uh, food for the holidays. So please come out. Uh, military vehicles will be there showing off their military vehicles. Walt will be there shooting me and walk me, Walt and Hank will all be there eating ice cream, but Hank has to watch. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'll get you a uh, Sherbert, Hank, orange Sherbert. The evil, the evilness. Uh, Richard Hughes wants to know what time, what time? Nine to sixteen hundred. Please come out and support these people. You know, we need to help our community out because if we don't do it, no one else will. So um, hope to see you guys then. I said, I think Richard said he was coming and RTS guy said he was coming, a few other guys. So can't wait to see you guys there. Come up, talk to me. I'm not as short as Putin, so I, I can actually talk to you. Yeah. But I hope to see you guys there. <laughs> Low blow. You had to sneak that one in. Richard yeah. Hughes says 9 a.m. question mark. That might be early. Uh, four, you don't have- 4 p.m. for civilians. Sorry. Yeah, you don't have to get there at 9 a.m. You can get there no. at 10 or whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, yeah, so come out to that. Uh, what kind of toys are you guys looking for? Um, you can bring boys or girls toys. Something, you know, like Legos are pretty generic. Anybody can play with Legos, so they can build whatever they want. Anything uh, anything of value that you guys think would be worth it for a kid that make a kid happy. I mean, if you're looking at toys – and you say, hey, you know what? I'd like that. Purchase it. Bring it out. Donate it. Uh, we're going to donate all those toys. Everything that day is donated. I don't take any money. I'm not making anything that day. Mm-hmm. Everything's donated to charity. All Every dollar that we make we yeah, to help, and- help people out. I do this every year. And, and I try to – usually it's out of my own pocket. This is the first time I've actually set up a, an actual event for it. Usually I donate all the cash and everything out of my own pocket for uh, feeding people. So I'm trying something a little bit different this time. Yeah. Um, it's not non-binary toys are accepted too. Yes. And um, there's going to be military vehicles up there. I think Walter was saying that if you come up there in a military vehicle, you get in. Yep. And bring if you, a military vehicle. If any yeah. guys got another tank, we could use always use an extra tank on the range. Yeah. I think ATI just bought a tank, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, said he was I'm looking for you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell John to uh, send the the uh, company tank over. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very cool. I'll be there. You know. Hopefully, we'll see you guys out there. Uh, bring toys. Bring military vehicles, uh, and, and we'll have fun. All right, Mike. What's going on with you guys? Uh, like I said, uh, travel season's coming up for me, so I'm down the road a lot, going to shows, uh, things like that. Uh, but um, people should keep checking our site. We're going to have that side saddle coming out soon. Uh, sometime in January, we're going to have uh, a couple new of the ATI minis coming out. And then also going into January, some uh, AR-10 products, uh, yeah. planning on some uh, muzzle brakes and some um, uh, uh, buffer tube assemblies, things like that. So. Yeah, and this is coming out uh, when next week. Next week, you should be able to get that on uh, Big Daddy. Oh, okay, very cool. So be on the lookout for this. Uh, and uh, you should bring it out to the range this week, and Hank will do some pictures with the big with the big fifty. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do uh, that. I'm completely sold out of those, but uh, Big Daddy has them. So oh, okay, ATI, ATI actually will not be putting them up on our own website just because we don't have any. So um, <laughs> you guys making <laughs> they're, more they're, they're or sold. limited run? Are they? Are, are, are you not making any more of these, or will you be making more? Obviously, since everything. Um, probably gonna be mid to end of November. We'll have some more, uh, but depending on the orders, if we even put them on our site, I hope we can. But uh, the way we're getting orders for them, who knows? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good thing. But All right. you can get them on Big Daddy. I mean, it's gonna be. Super great price and good yeah. place to go for them. Yeah, and I think we create. Um, I know Babyface created some kind of link. Yep. How to do that for people who want to uh, get involved in that? So look forward to that next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. I appreciate you yep. and Trey coming out as always. Nice meeting you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Nice meeting you. It's a good time. Yeah. Always fun hanging out with you guys. Um, so before we get out of here, you know, of course, ATI Outdoors is a sponsor of the show. So we want to thank them as well as uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather. And uh, let's not forget, we were talking about 308. Fort Scott. Fort yes. Scott. Fort Scott 308. So there we go. I'll, let, I'll shoot this. We'll do some 6.5 stuff when you come out here. You got a 6.5, right, Trey? Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you come out in December, man, we'll show you a good time. Bang, bang. I'll, send, I'll send you some dates. It'll be the first week in December. Okay, cool. Very cool. All right. So thanks to them and everyone else for, um, you know, for, for looking out for us here on the show, the people who sponsors us, sponsor us on Patreon, excuse me, with Patreon slash Hank Strange. Thanks to everyone here for hanging out, watching, making comments, sharing, and all that kind of good stuff. We will see you guys tomorrow on Friday. We are out of here. Peace.